KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Matt Leon. Time to take our weekly look at the economy, and boy, is there a lot to talk about. The stock market, GDP, unemployment, and we will do it all with David Fiorenza, Associate Professor of Practice, Villanova School of Business. Always a fun conversation. Give a listen. So let's take a little bit of a change of direction. We usually start with unemployment, and we'll get to that. But the stock market has been one of the headlines here this week. We've seen some significant downturns. Uh, Today, as we're speaking, late in the morning, uh, the Dow is down 400 uh, points. Uh, What are we seeing here, sir? What's driving this? Well, Matt... A lot of things are happening Um, this week. A lot of companies came out with earnings. Some were good, some were bad. Uh, Apple stock is down, for instance, as as an example, but a lot of it's profit taking. Uh, We are October 30th. Uh, one day from Halloween and traditionally in the stock market, they call that the witching hour, the end of the month where anything goes, anything happens. Uh, the stock market is a little superstitious and the people that work there, the people that follow it too as well. It's a little bit of a gamble, as you know, a little bit of risk involved. So I think a lot of this is profit taking leading into next week's election. Are we seeing any Uh, ramifications of because I think we've talked before how the market had kind of priced in that there was going to be more stimulus and obviously there hasn't been are we seeing some ramifications of that as well people realizing that at least for the short term here that that stimulus isn't coming that's good that's great to bring this up right now because I'm seeing that not only with uh, the top 30 stocks but even with let's say pharmaceutical stocks as well so they're reacting to to the market going down all the pharmaceutical stocks that are possibly working on vaccines but we're not just seeing it with the top Dow 30 industrials we're seeing with so many other stocks that they had built into it the fact that that stimulus package should have been passed and it would be at least rolling out sometime in mid-November, end of November, just in time for Christmas. GDP, we saw a huge jump. I think everybody expected it was going to be big. Talk about the number, what you saw. Was it about what you expected for the third quarter? It was, Matt. I was thinking around 30%, and to get a 33% surge is really good, especially when savings this year has increased by 14%. We're seeing spending up between 1.3 to 1.4 in September. We're seeing personal income up by about 0.9% in September. Some of those factors build in, people were spending. Now, as I've said in previous weeks, you and I have discussed this. I still think a lot of this is driven uh, online sales. It's driven on the internet. Sure, there's always going to be those sales in the stores, but I still think a lot of these things are driven by a lot of your uh, companies that are able to sell online and survive that way. Give us some understanding of how the this works with the GDP. We had the the huge the small fall the first quarter obviously off a cliff with the pandemic in the second. Are we back to to even or is there still a lot of work to do? There's still a lot of work to do. We're for the year negative and we're not sure what's going to happen in the fourth quarter. Uh, I've been discussing this with the economists. Some think it's going to go down, some think it's going to go up. I think it's not going to be 30 surge in the fourth quarter, but I obviously think it could be four or five percent, which could get us even for the year. And that's not the best of news when when we had this pandemic, because a lot of things were shut down and shut down for a long time. People out of work. Most of the two thirds, 
which is most of GDP, is consumption. The rest of it is investment, government, and then the, the exports and imports. So government spending, even though it was shut down, government still spent. But that's a smaller portion of the GDP. In other words, all of our public safety departments, public works departments, were still doing their duties. Some of them at a reduced rate. Uh, investment slowed a little bit. So that means institutional investment. That means investment for buildings, machinery, equipment, factories, new malls, all those kinds of things. So two thirds is consumption and leading into the fourth quarter, uh, we'll see what happens after Halloween. Yeah, I mean, we've kind of talked about this the last, but what from people you talk to, and I know you, you talk to a lot of small business owners, with regards to the Christmas, the holiday shopping season, are they hopeful? Are they nervous? We're seeing the virus start to rage again in a lot of areas, and I don't think we'll see complete shutdowns again. I don't know that there's the political will to do that, but it's going to be tough. Uh, what are you hearing from people about their 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 concerns and hopes for the holiday shopping season? Sure. This week, spending lots of time with with municipal leaders, whether on phone or by Zoom, and also talking to local business owners, uh, they feel pretty good. The areas of concern are all the tourist areas, such as Las Vegas, coming up for the holidays, such as Orlando, Disney, and even Disney in California. You know, a lot of these places are um, the way they can get their business back on track is to get the airlines back on track because we travel to a lot of those places. You and I, it's easy for us to go up Northeast Extension to go to the Poconos. That's only an hour or so, two hours away. But if we want to take a trip to, to Colorado to see the Rockies or see something else of that nature, we have to go by plane. It's going to take us a couple of days to drive. So I think a lot of the concerns in this country has to do with the airlines. Once the airlines and the hotel industry starts to open up a little bit more and people have to feel confident traveling. They may not still feel confident traveling at this point. So that means places like the Jersey Shore and all of our places down in Washington, D.C., the Monument, all the places we visit. The Smithsonian is only a few hour drive. Let's take advantage of that and support uh, our tri-state area and all the great things that we have in this area. How about, the, uh, and I know you're plugged into these communities, like the, the small businesses, uh, the the small retail, you know, that I'm sure really count on the next two months to make up a big chunk of their, uh, of their yearly, uh, profits. Uh, what do you think we're going to see from them and what are you hearing from them as far as, uh, what they expect traffic online and in their stores? Great, great question. Because a lot of the the small boroughs in the tri-state area um, are actually changing a lot of the small stores are changing a lot of their, of their routines and, they didn't sell online before, but they're starting to do that. Uh, let's say consignment shops, antique shops, things of that nature. They're seeing how they can attract people with social media uh, because a lot of these boroughs and towns are saying, we don't want big crowds because we're not going to have the Christmas parades. We're not going to have Santa Claus coming in with the, you know, on, on uh, the sleigh and all those kinds of things. Lots of social distancing still has to occur. And a lot of your boroughs and towns that used to have dining in the streets during the summertime and September uh, really have to configure themselves for the winter months in the northeast portion of the country because we, you see how cold and chilly it is today, Matt. Let's talk unemployment. Under 800,000 new unemployment claims. But once again, I feel like I say this every week. We are still dealing with extraordinary numbers. It was about 750 
thousand in the in the last week. What are these unemployment numbers telling you? Going down slightly, but really, we're kind of hung up here in the high six figures. We are because because even though we went down about forty thousand from last week, there's certain areas that that actually increased what they call the self-employed person and the gig employee. People who maybe would um, maybe do a one or two things, such as uh, run, you know, flowers for a florist for a couple of weeks. It's a it's a gig. People who drive Uber or Lyft, those kinds of things. Self-employed people doing consulting or, or doing lawn work, whatever the case may be. That number actually went up. So those people who rely on maybe a second income or even a first income as a part-time job is still not going up, which leads me to. Philadelphia area, some of the places are opening up with, I think it's 15% mat, uh, at, the, at the venues, such as the Lincoln Financial Field and some of the other the basketball arenas. Uh, that's going to put a damper on those people who come in to do the vending for the Eagles games and the Sixers games and everything else and all the other big five basketball you're starting to hear now some of the public health experts like the Dr. Fauci talk about life now not getting back to normal till the end of 20, like a year from now. Like, I think a lot of people had kind of priced in that once we got to the spring, we'd be, you know, do we appreciate what this could do to the economy if we're still in these if not locked down these, you know, only so many people out and there's going to be a certain percentage of the, the population that's still not going to feel comfortable. I mean, can we get our head around what this might look like in a year from an economic standpoint? We, we could still be in the same situation. I, when that, when that, that press conference came out or the interview came out, Matt, I, I talked to at least a half a dozen nonprofits and I told them, be prepared next year. Hope for the best, expect the worst. And they said, what do you mean? I said, you have to prepare like, like you're living in New Orleans and the next <laughs> hurricane is coming uh, to you and you have to board up your building for you know, a while. This is what some of the nonprofits were, were hoping to that after December, we it would all this would go away. I said, you better you better plan now. You better plan for next year. We don't know what's going to happen, and if, and if it doesn't happen, then that's a good thing. At least you had contingency plans in place for your budget, contingency plans in place for your personnel, and contingency plans in place to look for uh, other funding from grants. Because as you know, you and I talked. There may not be another CARES Act that would that comes out, and they have to look for other sources of grant revenues uh, income. Obviously, retail sales will be huge, a huge indicator here in the next couple months. As we turn the corner towards the finale of 2020, are there any other economic indicators you'll really be keeping an eye on to, to see what direction we're going as we head into the new year? I will take a look at housing. As we spoke last week, you had mentioned that the housing bubble. I, I want to see what's going to happen in the fourth quarter, uh, because traditionally at the end of the year, that's when housing sales aren't as high as the summertime because people like to move in the summer. Uh, and this area, you know, as, as we get colder weather, you're not going to get as many homes being built. So all the subdivisions that I see in the Delaware County and Montgomery, Chester County, they're really trying to push that through by the end of November to try to get some sample homes up. Uh, if we keep interest rates low, and I know Jerome Powell at the Fed has talked about that, then housing may not be hit as bad as I think it'll be hit in the first quarter and second quarter of next year. But that's what I'm taking a look at all the housing starts because of the multiplier effect and affects so many different industries, Matt. 
That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In Depth. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.